The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Isaiah Likely, and you're listening to a Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. I'm Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man for the Week 10 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. Trash Man, what the hell's going on with you, brother? I uh, just uh, sleeping off the, well, got off of sleeping off a nice uh, hot springs visit yesterday evening. Hot springs like Arkansas? No, it's Oteen. Huh. It's like south. It's like south of here. It's like an hour. Huh. It's like a little oh. private hot springs. Pool. Why do you have to? Why do you have to sleep that off? You like I thought that going to the hot springs wouldn't that be like restful and enjoyable? I mean, I know. I mean, it makes you sleepy. Yeah. All right. We got Michael Y in the chat. You know, looks just like, getting like- my, get my Powerball numbers. I looked at. I I've, I never buy that stuff. I, I, I bought it. I bought it last. I bought it yesterday, though. My wife says, "My, my hey, wife says we didn't win." Bucks. Yeah, my wife says we didn't win. I mean, they they asked me if I, they asked me at the counter if I wanted one, and I say, "Well, shit." If I say no now, and somehow this lady sells it to the next person. Um, all right. So, uh, just a couple quick reminders, man. If you guys, if you guys uh, can, please leave a. Uh, a rating and a review and Apple podcasts. We keep getting asked to ask for that. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you could please uh, give a thumbs up, leave a comment, do whatever to help with the algorithm. Oh, speaking of the algorithm, the algo for the premium members over at rosterwatch.com, the algo last week, trash me. What do you think about this? Seven, four, and two, seven, four, and two this last week. So if you bet with the algo for every, for every pick, you would have only lost four games out of 13. So that's Mr. Can't Miss Mitch. You can look into that um, if your season somehow is, is tanking in fantasy and you need to get some kind of action. Man, <laughs> Gam- Gambling on these games is fun as hell. Hopefully all of Ross. Jonathan Taylor, owner. Yeah, ho- hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Oh, man. So well, do, you, do you want to talk about that to start? What do you think about the? What do you think about Jim Irsay going in there firing Frank Wright and then bringing on Jeff Saturday as the I new mean, head coach? I don't see the point at, you know, it was unless it was Reich who like lobbied to get Matt Ryan in there or something. And he's just irked about that. But like, I don't really see, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's a personnel thing. I mean, an off, you know, on field and 
I don't know how much in, uh, Frank Reich was in charge of that, but. Do you think that they're going to, do you think that, I mean, cause this actually kind of pertains to the waiver wire. Do you think that they're going to, now that they're tanking? Cause I mean, this is obviously tanking, right? You bring in Jeff Saturday as a damn head. I mean, he was, he was an ESPN studio analyst this, it's a great this, this time last week. I mean, I was listening to the pro football doc podcast earlier today and just to, to get, get caught up on some of the injuries and stuff. And Jeff Saturday couldn't make his appearance on the his weekly appearance on the pod that he was supposed to do with ESPN because he's now the head because he's because he's, because he's now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. This is so wild. So I mean, th- it sounds like they're going to stick with Sam at quarterback. Um, I think better days are ahead for Sam Ellinger, but boy, man, that thing versus New England was definitely definitely tough. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you got Taylor Pittman, it's it's tough sledding. Yeah, uh, and we have some questions. So we'll, at, at, the, at the end of the podcast, we will talk about players we can drop. We've gotten some questions about some of these Indianapolis players. But so with Taylor, do you think that now what they're going to do is they're going to say, look, we're not going to rush him back. Ursay is going to say, man, that's our bread and butter. We This offensive line is actually good. Something went wrong with the coaching this year. Something went wrong with getting all the guys in the continuity. We know we have that offensive line. We have guys like Quentin Nelson locked up. We need Jonathan Taylor running behind him as we move into the future of whatever this team is. How I just I worry a little bit about if they're they're going to really take their time with Taylor. The question was, Deion Jackson got a little bit banged up in the last game, so I, I think that brings maybe Jordan Wilkins into the periphery of consideration on waivers. Philadelphia, uh, maybe. I mean. I mean, I do think though that the AFC South is still winnable. <laughs> not, not for, not, not for Jeff Saturday to coach Sam Ellinger team. I mean, I don't know how they view it, but I mean, Texans are terrible. Dude, it's not winnable as long as Vrabel is the coach of the Titans. <laughs> if, if you're the Colt, I mean, Mike Vrabel versus Jeff Saturday. I mean, talk in about a, in it in an arm wrestling match. You know, I, I think Saturday has a chance there. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure he does. <laughs> He's lost a lot of weight. He looks a lot more puny than he used to look. Vrabel would. De- you would take Saturday in an arm wrestling match over Vrabel. I mean, he's got the dad strength. He's a. I mean, he you don't think arguably, Vrabel has dad strength? He was well, one of the biggest alphas in the NFL. He was arguably the best center in the NFL when he was playing. <sighs> Michael Y, uh, a, a, a member of the Banana Hammock Boys, a uh, uh, great, great roster watch uh, listener league. He's asking. Dawson Knox dropped Dawson Knox for Cole Komet. He's dropping Hurst for Komet since he's on on by. Also picked up Fields on the same team for Burroughs by. Well, good job picking up Fields. Yeah, he's I don't care who's your tight end if you got Fields there. Yeah, man, just Fields is. <laughs> what if Odo, What if Odell Beckham goes to the Bears? Oh, that'd be sick. Wouldn't you love that for Fields? Just give him, just maybe give him a little something. God, he is looks he's he, he's looks so good. It's like he might go to my my boys though. Yeah. Well, really? Is 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 that been the talk? Oh, Jerry says he'd look good in a Cowboys uniform. Okay, so let me let's let's look at what the bye weeks coming up are because um I had them pulled up, but it's it's worth mentioning whenever we get to this spot, not only for because people are probably gonna ask about some trades and stuff like that in the questions, but also, you know, you need to be considering who has buys coming up whenever you you know, whenever you're making these pickups and you have to always consider, well, am I making the pickup for now or am I making the like this week? Because, dude, if you're sitting at, you know, four and five, um, certainly if you're three and six, 
like, you know, like every week is must win now, right? Every week is must win. Basically, the Mason-Dixon line for making your fantasy football playoffs are going to be usually six losses in a 12-team league trash, man. We've sometimes seen people creep in with seven. I don't know, with this extra game this this season, I don't know, maybe it's a – yeah. Maybe you could get in with a seven. I think even last year with the extra game, man, and most of the twelve team competitive leagues I played in, it was like that. That's six game. It's like a six and a half loss, six and a half loss kind of. Thing. I know I've definitely gotten into the playoffs in, in that in uh, one of our leagues that if, with a six and seven before. Yeah, uh, it probably probably went on to win the damn thing. <laughs> uh, this week we have the Ravens on by, we have the Bengals on by, the Patriots on by, the Jets on by. I, I I had an interesting question, and this is probably something we could talk about later, um, but. I had an interesting question about one of our users asking if he could drop Nick Folk this week. I'm like, man, you know, he's been really good. I looked him up. It looks like he's with, with the third best kicker in fantasy. Um, it got to, it got to the point where I was like, you know, I, I, I said like, let me look into it a little bit more. Let's get the waiver wire cheat sheet up and I'll get back to him. But definitely, definitely tough. As far as dropping Dawson Knox for commit, the, um, you know, I mean, Kmet, I mean, he's pretty. I think he's going to be pretty touchdown dependent. Um, yeah, and you know, with, with 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 Justin Fields, so much of that work was done on the ground this last week. I mean, it was a groundbreaking game. And here's the thing: the guy, you know, it it wasn't in the most orthodox way of doing it, or is it it on it it. It, it was unorthodox, right? The, the the way that he kept them in that game, that thirty-two to thirty-five loss. Um, but he did he did get him down the field and get him into scoring position, and that's where Komet's going to thrive. I don't know if the matchup's going to be as good every week. That was a really good matchup for Komet on the roster watch matchup tool. They clearly have a good connection though on those kind of third down situations and those red zone situations with Dawson Knox. I mean, would you? I mean, what do you do? You have thought, I mean. Dawson Knox is done. I think he's done with his buy. I mean, do, and then, the, Ra- do the Ravens don't have buy this week, do they? Yeah, yeah, it's they the, do? it's yes, yeah, it's, it's uh. So this week it's the Ravens, the Bengals, the Patriots, and the Jets. I mean, the, I mean, the move for command. I, I don't hate it. I, I, to me, it just feels like if uh, you know, if you have a feeling about it, and you want to. The Bears do have a week fourteen buy, and Dawson Knox will probably get picked up in a competitive. Uh, 12 team league so just something to keep in mind there again if you guys have questions um uh, let us know he's asking if there's any news uh about well i guess elijah mitchell i talk he might be going to season ending i oh well that certainly isn't what i heard i, I heard i is, isn't elijah mitchell been designated to re, designated to return they've opened last i checked they'd open up the 21 day window on him so um, you know, when he does come back, clearly it'll be in a role that's not anything like the role was before Christian McCaffrey got to town. Yeah, but I, mean, it, I but he'll certainly be somebody who I wouldn't be interested in dropping him at this point because I want to see how those roles play out. What if San Francisco says, "Look, we, we got Christian McCaffrey to give us that final push. Um, let, let's let's do our best to keep him healthy." And we know that Shanahan has no problem deploying a frustrating. Um, a frustrating committee. committee. We also know that knock on wood, man, McCaffrey, you know, tra- all trash man's worries about McCaffrey's health should have been about Jonathan Taylor this year. I mean, he's been, he's been pretty healthy, but certainly he hasn't been a guy that's been a picture of health throughout his career. And clearly Elijah Mitchell with no Christian McCaffrey. Um, yeah. I don't see him on Mitchell. Right. Um, becomes an excellent. On season ending, getting sent to season in the yeah. Um Clearly, um, Mitchell actually 
in a handcuff kind of capacity now is a lot more valuable if Christian McCaffrey goes down because of Jeff Wilson. And that takes us into the running back pickups. The biggest pickup of the week, the most important pickup of the week is Jeff Wilson. Um, if you just if, if you saw him in this last game and you just looked by the eyeball test with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, those guys basically played an even number of snaps. It was a 50-50. I think it was 49%, 47% um, as far as the snap percentages for those guys. Uh, I think – let me pull it up. i got to pull up the old school game log here because the snap counts, targets, and touches tool does not go live on roster watch until a little bit later today. And so um, we're kind of doing this the old – doing this a little bit in the old fashioned way. So yeah, 47% for Raheem Mostert to um, where is, uh, where's 49% for Jeff Wilson. And then as far as the, I know that in the target department, Jeff Wilson had three targets. He caught all three balls Um, there. I want to look and see what, uh, having a little bit more uh he mostly had two targets did not catch any of them uh, as far as the rushing attempts yeah each of these guys had nine rushing attempts jeff wilson nine for 51 5.7 yard average raheem mostert nine for 26 2.9 yard average he did have the touchdown on the ground whereas jeff wilson had the one touchdown through the air so look jeff wilson looks like he's going to be a big part of the um going to be a big part of the uh, committee. I, I I think the one A of the committee. They didn't. You know, he dude. He knows Mike McDaniel's offense. It, it's it, he's going to be he's he's going to be a viable fantasy piece in your flex moving forward. It, you need to pick him up. I trash man. You said thirty percent of your free agent budget seemed high to you. To me, it's like at this point, if you're going to the waiver wire and you need a running back, I I, I don't think that that's. I think that that's perfectly fine. I think you. Get, I think if you. I, I think if it's a guy you need. And you have some horrible situation right now. You know, we had we had somebody, D- Dennis Connie, asking in the chat if he can drop Deion Jackson. I think we probably need to wait till we hear a little bit more about the specifics of his injury. And it's going to be hard to get the specifics of his injury because later today when we get the press conference with Jeff Saturday, it's not going to be asking about Deion Jackson. It's going to be asking what the hell you do, you know, what do you plan on doing as coach? What, like, it's going to be tough, man. We're going to need some reporting from the Indianapolis beat about that. I wouldn't drop him just yet. If you have to for waivers tonight, I would just wait till the very latest possible to be able to do that and wait for a little bit more, a little bit more information on him. Um, so we we have Wilson in sort of a tier above the rest of these guys. Trash man, you want to talk about some of the other pickups? Uh, I guess the only other one that I wanted to touch on before that would be Rashad White. We had this report come out of the Tampa Bay, uh, whatever the Tampa Bay Times earlier today about how Rashad White actually had to console Leonard Fournette on the sidelines about how he was used in that 10 play game winning drive for the, the Tampa Bay bucks. Um, and to me, that's weird that Rashad White's having to go over there saying, Hey, Hey, Lenny, man, like, like, don't get down. We need you. We need you. It's, you know, they're definitely, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget back in like week one or week two, these guys were on Sunday night football and Chris Collinsworth kept saying, and he'd been in production meetings all week with the Bucks, you know, and Rashad White gets in there and he's like, oh, 29, Rashad White. Like they, they talk him up like throughout the course of the season, you're going to see him get more and more involved, like all this stuff. He was also one of the guys that um, I forgot who said this, uh, but there was 
one of these deals where Adam Schefter was on a podcast and talking about fantasy. People always ask him his sleepers because he's an insider, you know, and, and he, he knows what some of these teams are saying. And one of his sleeper picks for the year was Rashad White, who they said that they wanted to work in through the course of the season. It feels like now, you know, Rashad White and Lenny Fournette, it, you know, it's still a 65-35-ish split, but Rashad White's getting in in good situations. Leonard Fournette's certainly falling off. And Rashad White simply just at this point needs to be owned. I know Tampa Bay looks terrible. And yeah, neither, neither one of good. them looked great in this last game, but Rashad White has his touches have increased over the past three games. Um, so we have uh, we have some questions here. So Michael Y is saying that he has um, no. He said I have Mostert and Wilson. Who should I play? Hey, Michael, just wait for our wait for our rankings to come out. We haven't made the matchup tool yet. We'll get that once our API updates here around 11 a.m. Eastern. So that'll be pretty soon. So just keep an eye on our rankings. We'll get those up. I, my initial lean is to is to play Jeff Wilson. He uh, he looks better to me. And I think that I think that they whenever they saw what Chase Edmonds was and they saw Raheem Mostert was they're like, shit, we have two guys here that are complimentary backs. We need to get I somebody say, to around. Situation though, if your trade deadline hasn't passed, I'd try to ship one of them. But okay, speaking of trades, Jonathan Wu asks: Is Josh Palmer a trade or a hold? If you, if you can trade him, I mean, trade him. Is Josh Palmer is not going to be worth a hill of beans once Mike Williams and Keenan Allen get back? You know, if you can trade him, trade him. I, I if you if you can get any value for him, but for now, I would certainly hold until we know. Um, so we know what the situation is with Keenan Allen. And we know that Mike Williams is going to be out for at least another couple of weeks. And Josh Palmer only plays, you know, what, 17% of his routes out of the slot, whereas Keenan Allen plays over 60, what, 65% of his routes out of the slot. They play in different positions on, on the field. And so that's why whenever Keenan Allen goes out, you know, it's, it's always interesting to play DeAndre Carter, whereas when Mike Williams is out, it's more interesting to play Joshua Palmer. Yeah. Those guys just play different positions on the football field. Um. Uh, so Randy Miller is asking Daniel Jones or Jared Goff or Dalton this week. Um, we don't have the rankings up yet. Like I said, we're still waiting for our API to come in. We're having to do the podcast a little bit early today, so not exactly flying you know blind. But I, I don't have the matchup tool up in our premium section. I think we have the we have the, in the premium download section. I think we have the matchups up, so I could look there and give a. Give a guess. Off the top of your head, Trash Man, do you even know who the Giants are? I mean, my initial lean. My initial lean is to Daniel Jones. Okay. Yeah, okay. So Giants this week are they're playing. A, playing oh, God. They're playing Houston at home. Yeah, man. I'm, I'll, I'll play Daniel Jones versus Houston. Yeah. I think that that's what I think that's what I'm going to uh, that's what that, that's where I say there. Other than those two guys, man, I, you know, Alexander Madison's always interesting. To pick up, you know, if you can just kind of handcuff Dalvin Cook and handcuff that I mean, old deal. Strictly has a handcuff right now. Yeah, well, I mean, it just depends. I on mean, the Isaiah Spiller seems slightly interesting. I mean, seven, eight touches this past week. He looks like um, the number two in L.A. And he's Hopefully. good, right? And he's, and, 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 and he's good. He's. I mean, he's yeah. going to be good. He's, he's better than Sony Michelle. He's better than, you know, he's going to – Isaiah Spiller was always, as we said, even with the terrible testing, everything that he did coming out of Texas A&M looking so bad, right, it, it, as far as the combine, as far as the pro day, all the rest of it. We said that he's going 
he's going to, at some point he's going to render guys like Josh Kelly and Larry Roundtree useless. And, you know, it, it happened with Larry Roundtree back before the season even started. So, um, yeah, Spiller is interesting. Where where is the where's the damn tool, man? I'm trying to get. Oh, here's the downloads. Did Bruce get this thing uploaded yet? Waiver wire cheat sheet. Uh, looks like it still says week nine on here. So I'm not sure he got it up just yet. Let's see. Hold on. Um, waiver wire cheat sheet week ten. Okay, so he did get it up. Um, you have. What do we make of Tyler Algier and stuff? I mean. I mean, he still got good touches and good, and he was efficient on those touches. I feel like his snap counts are going to start going down. I don't think they want that, though. They definitely want to run the football. They definitely want to run the football, and maybe they try and keep Cordero Patterson healthy. I just, I think if you have a chance to, maybe a chance to sell Tyler Algier, that would be it would be an excellent time to do it right now. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, you, th- you think it's Caleb Huntley that kind of takes the biggest hit here with Cordero coming back? I, kind of- I think so. Okay. So yeah, go to the waiver wire cheat sheet. Check out how we have all of these guys ranked. Let's move over to wide receiver. And the same, the only guy that we have up there in the same tier is Jeff Wilson Jr. If he's still available in your league, will be George Pickens. And I know he had the bad week eight, but coming off a of bye this week, I think week eight he had he 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 got us a goose egg, right, trash man? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna forget about that. <laughs> um, but Chase Claypool has been traded to the Bears, right? Chase Claypool, if you look back to weeks five, six, seven, and eight, uh, over the course of those five, four games, Chase Claypool had 28 targets. So that's what, seven seven targets a game that are opening up. And Trash Man, I don't know about you, I don't think they're going to be going to guys like, you know, Miles Boykin. (laughs) Or uh, I'm trying trying to – who, like – I'm going to pull up the snap counts tool from a few, like who like who else was even getting snaps before the buy? Gunnar Olszewski. <laughs> like they're not going to. Those targets aren't going to. You know what I mean? They're not going to go to these. Right. Gets a few more. Steve, Steven Sims. Well, I mean, just the, here's the thing. George Pickens before that that three target game was always getting you six seven targets a game. Yeah. If he just picks off two of those seven targets per week from Claypool, if we're he's talking about double-digit targets a game. Yes, we're talking about a guy that's trending. We're talking about a guy that's trending towards double-digit targets per game, who's a sick, filthy animal, like a filthy animal. And there is a picket to Pickens connection. There, there, there simply is. So if George Pickens is available, we could be talking about a guy that's on the clear periphery of being a perennial top twenty-four wide receiver two-ish type contributor for you for the rest of the season, you know, that, I, I'd say it's probably, a, you know, it's probably on the, on the uh, slightly more optimistic side in the median as far as what we can expect. But given George Pickens pedigree and what we know about him as a player, it, I mean, just pick him up. If he's available in, in your league, Jeff Wilson, George Pickens, that's sort of the, sort of the big names here. I'll let you sort of go through here and talk about, I had to get Rondale Moore up. From where you had him, I mean, I just, he was still in that. He was in that tier. He was in yeah. that same tier. Um, yeah. Look, just before you go with that, Dennis Connie's asking an, an, another problem. I have the Pats. I never carry two defenses, but I can't drop the Pats. I think it's fine. I, look, I was talking earlier about I. You know, I didn't know what to tell a person earlier about dropping Nick Folk. I think it's you know if you have some if you have somebody you can slot in that position every week and just not have to worry about it and not play the waiver wire free agency game with streaming kickers and defenses. Like take um, 
what, two weeks ago, for example, whenever Philly went on by, it's like you, you looked at Philly's schedule moving forward. And you said, well, you know, I, I can't be dropping Philly. Um, I think it's fine. So he's considering dropping Deion Jackson for so he can keep the Pats, I think is. I would, well, I wouldn't do that until I found out that Deion Jackson, you know, Deion, man, just here, here's what I do. I, I, I would ping my favorite indie sports writer. And say, hey, man, at, at, at this Jeff Saturday press conference, ask about Deion Jackson, please. <laughs> Don't ask about it, about what he's going to do with the team or anything. I mean, he's got McCafferty, Gibson, Mitchell, Carter. I think he can – I mean – Oh, okay. I think that's yeah, fine. Think yeah, that's fine. You can yeah, you can hold on to him. Talk about some of these other wide receivers, Trash Man. And if you guys have questions in the chat about, about guys, you want to know whether or not you can drop. Um, I guess we've already answered the Deion Jackson one. But I have a list here from questions that I've gotten. And uh, I'm going to go through them with Trash Man here once we get through the rest of this. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, Kadarius Tony only two targets, but I mean, it was his first game. McCole Hardman, you know, I was just looking at his stat lines. I mean, like four of the last five games, he's gotten double digit fantasy points. It's it's pretty interesting how sneaky good McCole Hardman has been. How sneaky good has Juju been, man? Oh, good. but uh, Matt Kelly and Cody, Cody, they put out that tweet saying that he's the that he's the new Cooper Cup. I don't I don't quite agree with that, man. But he's been, he's been he's his 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 usage has been pretty pretty good recently. So yeah, yeah. things ticking up for those guys. I think the Kadarius Tony fits a special special role for that Andy Reid offense. And so I mean, I, would, I don't think there's a player with more potential upside no. in the receiver position right now that no. you can pick up. No. Um, Terrace Marshall, I like. I don't know. Here's the I thing: mean, I, I, his connection might have been with PJ Walker. I don't know if it's. Well, but they're, but they're, but they're PJ. Uh, didn't they say that PJ Walker is going to get? Didn't they say he's going to get to get to start this this week, maybe or something? I know he's benched uh, in that last game, but I thought I saw an alert earlier. Uh, let me just check and see. Talk about some of these other guys, and I'll and I'll find it about PJ Walker. You guys might have seen it, seen it in seen it in chat. But uh, let me look it up. Um, and yes, I am spry, Michael. <laughs> um, Odell Beckham. I mean, he hasn't gotten picked up yet, but I feel like another. He's another wide receiver who's upside. You can't really get from a lot of other players, so I think he's somebody. If you have a deep bench, you probably need to roster him now. Um. After that, I mean, Zay Jones, it's interesting. There, I mean, Jay, Zay Jones is like top five in like snap count for receivers. It's crazy. Um, he's not producing. Because like, all Lawrence because does is look at Christian Kirk on third downs. <laughs> it's like, but, I mean, but if you're just looking at his usage, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty insane. P.J. Um, Walker is, 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 um, is going to start this week on Thursday versus the Falcons per all the reporting from the local. Beat. Okay. Well then, yeah, I like, I like Terrace Marshall. Ter- I mean, Ter- Terrace, I mean, Baker likes Terrace Marshall. I think for the, I, I dude, I think the, I think the B, <laughs> I think the PJ Walker stuff is awesome news for DJ Moore. Like he just targets the Dickens out of him. Zay is top five in levitation. It's true, man. That's, that's, that's levitation Holmes. He's top five and dropping his pants and trying to jump out of hotel windows too. <laughs> Um, okay. And then, uh, other, other wide receivers, 
I like I said, I, I like Rondale. I like Wandale. Jahan Dawson is available. I think in like what fifty five percent of leagues now, which is something like that. He's been dropped. Yeah. He's 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 gonna be back this week. I don't know what you know. They love Heineke there in Washington. I think that he really, you know, yeah, he's good for Terry McLaurin. We're still yet to see what he'll do for a guy like Jahan Dotson. But I think that he's certainly worth picking up. And then we've mentioned before, you know, Jamison Williams, at some point it's going to happen. So if you're it's a team that's, you know, seven. Traylon Burks coming back. I think he's another guy who in PPR formats. Yeah, right at the top of that sort of sneaky, maybe up to 10% of your budget tier. But, yeah, you can go to Roster Watch and get the waiver wire cheat sheet and Go see all that stuff. All right, trash man. The only tight end that I wanted to talk about was Greg Dulcich. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. He's now through his bye, and he's sick. I mean, he's, I don't know. I guess he's, if he's, Mark he's, Andrews comes back. I guess likely's not. Baltimore is on bye. I know he's going to come back, and it's like this is the perfect time for Mark Andrews to get healthy. They held him out so they can get through the bye and have him come back completely healthy for this. And for some reason, though, he isn't. I mean, likely is. He's fired. Dude, likely dude, likely could be – I mean, now that Rashad Bateman's out for the season, likely could just line up sort of outside as a flex tight end. He's probably one of their best receiving options. I mean, he's probably a better receiving option than James Prochet. Yeah. He's probably right around the same sort of skill level as a Demarcus Robinson or something. He's not a Duvernay. So, but he could be their what, third best receiving option on the, yeah. on the team. Hot Duvernay and Andrews. I, I, I don't mean, think, I think he's worth adding if you if you get the bench. Now, bit. what is the third best receiving option worth on the on the, you know on that kind of team? All these catching touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. Like, I love like. I mean, you know, I love Likely. We all love. We all love Likely. Kate Otten, though. I I think I would prefer to pick him up with the with, with the usage that he's gotten. Great's coming back. Um. Yeah, but I, I, I'm I'm not sure it matters. Kate Otten's a genie that I mean, like, why put it back in the bottle? He's like Otten's good. He's out there earning targets, man. Like he, he's actually good. Um, Alex KS, twelve team PPRs, QBs are Murray and Watson, running backs are Chubb, Mixon, Cook, and Akers. His wide receivers are Higgins, Olave, Curtis Samuel, Rondell Moore, Donovan Peoples Jones, Paris Campbell. AJ Dillon was dropped. Which two guys drop which two guys and use the number three waiver? So Campbell. Yeah, you drop Paris Campbell. Why do you need to drop? Two <laughs> I drop <guys>? Acres, but <laughs> why do you drop two to pick up to pick up AJ Dillon? I don't understand. Yeah. Why do you need to pick two? Drop two to pick up AJ Dillon. I mean, definitely, um, definitely, uh, definitely Paris Campbell. And then I think do you, do you just not want to pick up drop Donald Peoples Jones because he's been good and Deshaun Watson's coming back soon. And I just hate Cam Akers. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop Acres just yet, dude. I think he's trying to kind of kiss and make up. Uh, Michael Wise asking if I'm really trying to sing "Genie in a Bottle." Michael, <laughs> Michael Wise, you, you got to rub me the right way to get that done, son. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so the, the tight end stuff. I, Conklin, you know, Tanyan, Tanyan, a little bit of a letdown. He got hurt too, so keep an eye on that. Um, Disley, you know, all guys you you could consider. You have Daniel Jones here at the very top. I guess that had to do with the Houston Houston matchup as far as quarterbacks. Talk about these quarterbacks, and we will. Uh, I so, mean, it's time to get to on. Watson on your. Hold on, list. did 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 Tony go to IR? Hold on, let me see. 
Yeah. Hold on. Monday, November first. This is from a long. This is from a long time ago. Tanya and I are six. Okay. If anybody has confirmation that Robert Tanyan is on IR, let me know. Is that is 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 is, is, is that what he's saying? I don't know that if that's what he's referring to. Um, um, oh, I think he's got to put. He's dropping two guys. Oh, geez, man, you guys are you guys IR. are freaking me out. Like I'm just not, not I'm I'm not able to keep up with the <laughs> keep up with the news or so. I I don't I don't think Tanyan's on IR. I think this guy's talking about the IR slot on his on yeah, his that's roster. It's like, geez, man, the whole world's not about the whole world's not about you, Alex K. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, man. We. We we definitely love you guys. Um, all right, trash man. Here we go. The list. I have all of them written down. People have been asking me questions. I actually do it on an old school sheet of paper, just like this. I'm gonna go from top to bottom. Can you drop Julio Jones? Yes. Somebody's asking me. He's 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 coming back. They're saying that he's gonna. Practice yeah, but you this can week. drop him. I mean, if you're getting no, 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 you can drop Julio Jones. There's not enough targets to go around there. Chuba Hubbard for say Jeff Wilson. Uh yeah, for Jeff Wilson. I mean, okay. Raheem Blackshear looked pretty good. Van Jefferson, Mister Double Donut himself. I mean, yeah. Caleb Huntley. Yeah. Alec Pierce, yeah, and a Jeff Saturday, Sam Ellinger. <laughs> I mean, you could really drop anybody off that team right now. <laughs> you, well, would you drop Pittman? I mean, I probably wouldn't. Okay. Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, no. Sammy Watkins. Harder. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. This is where it starts getting tough. Romeo Dobbs, that's probably not tough. He's going to IR probably. He has a high ankle sprain. I think he actually did go to IR. You know, you're not going to keep Romeo Dobbs for four. You're going to keep Romeo Dobbs till fan, the fantasy playoffs and start him. Yeah. Brian Robinson, this is where it starts getting tough. Brian Robinson looks absolutely as we told you he would look. Not yeah. good. No, I'm just not dropping him yet. Brandon Cooks. No. Eno Benjamin. Yep. Really? I mean, unless it's as a handcuff, I mean, I mean, look at his. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's like, feels like Connor's going to get nicked up again. and Probably, but. I mean, if uh, I mean, could you drop Chase Edmonds when he was on the, you know, he was the backup to Connor? Yeah, you have to you 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 have to give a real a real answer this week, trash man. With this with the second to last one, the penultimate one, you can't cop out like last week. Drake London, this guy really wants to drop Drake London. You can drop him. I mean, he still led the team in targets. Was tied for the league with Pitts and targets this past week. He's just he has he doesn't have a very good connection with Marcus Mariota, and ever since those two games, I believe in week two and week three, it's been curtains for Drake London. Well, if if Mar if Mariota if they 
if they drop him as the quarterback, then you know maybe there's there's some potential there for a, a comeback. But so you're saying you can drop him. You, you wouldn't him. you wouldn't drop him, but 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 you can if you feel like you need to. Yeah. I mean, he's still he's still leading in tar- target getter for wide receivers on that team. And the final one. I don't know what you're going to say here, trash man. Somebody wants to drop Clyde Edwards Elayer for Jeff Wilson. Can can they do it? Yes. 